Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community, and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about, but we really need to. So come on in, close the door, join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. Hi friends, it's been a while since I've uh, done a podcast. A whole lot of reasons why and some of them I'm going to spend the next four or five episodes talking about what happened. So, you know, coming into the new year, 2023, I was pretty hyped and jazzed and ready to go and, you know, scratching out some of the plans that I wanted to do, some of the things that I want to accomplish. And I really can't put my finger on what happened. But I will say to you that I'm talking to leaders all over the country. And there's something about the way this year started for many of us. It's as if we started, we were I think maybe excited about, you know, the first kind of new year where we're not immersed in all things pandemic and we're still working to get our lives back on track, get our businesses back on track. But at the same time, there's this underpinning of turmoil. We are seeing industries, particularly the tech sector, being impacted pretty significantly uh, by the downturn in the economy um, and just the contraction and expansion People still trying to figure out what does hybrid work look like, what does going back to the office look like. And as a leader of a company, I think somehow I came in, you know, kind of guns blazing and very quickly would go to sleep and wake up and would go to sleep and wake up and a month would go by. And I've taken time to kind of think about what what just happened? Where's my time going? And so... I don't have great answers, but I do have some recognitions. And what I'm going to do in this episode is actually share a Facebook Live that I did in 2017 that was wildly um, reshared. I think it was shared more than 20 times across different platforms, and that's a big deal for me, (laughs) Um, as well as several hundred comments because the content resonated so much. Now, if you are not an entrepreneur, I think that you're still going to find the content, what I was sharing at that time in 2017. So this is pre-pandemic and you know all of that, but it really is about the kinds of things that happen to us as leaders and the ways that we can get really derailed. And it's, I think you'll find it inspiring. I think you'll find it, my hope is that you'll find it informative. Um, But I'm going to spend some time uh, over the next few episodes really exploring the impacts of what I'm going to share in this Facebook Live. So you may also hear a little bit different sound quality. Um, I've got a brand new mic, a blue Yeti. So um, I'm hoping that that all really works out. It sounds a whole lot better than what I was doing before. Um, But you may find a bit of uh, audio distortion in the uh, Facebook Live because we don't have live 
sound for it. But just taking consideration, it was taped in 2017. Uh, it was a Facebook Live, and it was a reflection over the ways that we are impacted as leaders uh, when we're looking to do really big things. And I, again, it was the audience was entrepreneurs, but I am pretty confident that no matter where you sit in leadership, whether you're a formal leader, an informal leader, whether you're a CEO of a Fortune 500 company or a mom and pop shop, I think that you're going to find what I shared then very relevant to today. If you like this episode, please feel free to share it with friends. If you know people who may be impacted by what I share in the Facebook Live, I just encourage you to share it widely. This is really about helping people do better in their lives, understand that they're not alone. We're just not alone in all the stuff that we are impacted by. Um, But sometimes it's hard for those of us who like myself, who've been conditioned and trained to be private and to keep certain things a secret, it can be very difficult for us to share those out loud. So I do hope that you find value in this episode. Thank you so much for sticking with The Room. It is a place that this next few sets of episodes, I think are going to get really into deeper into the kinds of things that leaders really need to be talking about, but sometimes don't. Thank you again so much. Happy Monday evening. My name is Jenny Dufresne, and I <clears throat> I'm going to share a secret with you this t- this evening tonight. Um, it's something that most um, entrepreneurs. Hey, Angela. Most entrepreneurs won't tell you about. It's something that. Um, a lot of people hide. It's something that a lot of people experience, especially anyone who's an entrepreneur. Um, and the reason I'm sharing it is because too many of the entrepreneurs that I work with, that I am friends with, that, um, I work, work with helping them, talking to them, talking to them. We all have the exact same secret. And so I just thought that I'm going to kick the doors off this secret because I think it really matters and is going to make a huge difference for somebody. So, but this secret's going to come with some disclaimers. Um, the first and important disclaimer is that I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical professional by any stretch of the imagination. I am not a therapist. I have no therapeutic training. So when you hear this message, um, if it strikes a chord or it it causes some disruption in you, um, make sure you get whatever appropriate help you need to get from a medical professional or from a therapist. Now... That sounds probably really ominous, but it's important to say that because I'm going to talk about something that um, that people are afraid to talk about. Um, and again, this is particularly in the entre- entrepreneurial space. So, all right. So, um, I've been on an entrepreneurial journey. I think about four or five years now. I don't recall. And like many of you who are here. Um, 
I jumped in fully excited. Now, I'd been a leader. I'd led at a really high level. I built a multi-million dollar organization. Um, did just have done some amazing things professionally along the way. And I've been an entrepreneur as well, but, but this version of my entrepreneurial life has been really, really different um, because I'm all in. I used to have a side hustle, so I'd have my regular job, and then I was doing some some uh, some work on the side, and then for a brief period of time, I had a consulting firm. This was a long long time ago, um, and so um, it's never been being an entrepreneur has never been my 100% um, focus as it has been the last few years. And the, there's a couple things that that if you've gone through a training where you've you've um, You've jumped into this world. You've gotten really excited. You've gotten there's been buzz about you know making money online or you know having a your your first storefront or whatever. There's all this discussion, and what what I've noticed is that it's always about the glitz and it's always about the glamour, and it's always the conversations are always about like the success, right? And so. The reality is that those success moments are, are episodic, meaning they're, they happen on occasion, but they're not always consistent. And with the use of social media, we all get to create an illusion. And I'm going to just call it out. We create an illusion, right? And the reason I call out the illusion is that as my mentor and coach said, Lisa Nichols says, comparison is a thief of all joy. And so what happens in the social media space is that we see people posting pictures. I, I'm going to Nigeria in a, in next week, actually, and I'm posting it, one, because it's something I'm really excited about, something I'm really proud of. Um, but what I also want people to be really clear about is that when there's these pinnacles, these, these high points of success, Understand that it usually came from a valley, and then there was the mount, the climbing up the mountain, right? None of which is very success, very sexy, and none of it which is, um, none of it which 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 it, it's it's not very sexy. And so, you're absolutely right, Eve. No one talks about the loneliness, and that's actually what I'm going to talk about tonight. And so, we even if we don't want to compare ourselves. What we end up doing is we, we can't help but look to the person, the woman to our left or the woman to our right, and go, oh my gosh, like they're, they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars, or oh my gosh, how come I'm not getting those speaking gigs, or how come like, you know, people aren't throwing dollar bills at me from the sky, right? Because that's the illusion of social media, and it's the illusion of building a business, and being an entrepreneur. And the reality is, is that there's something that many, many, many entrepreneurs experience and um, frankly suffer from. And it's something that I've called an entrepreneurial depression. And I've experienced it m multiple times. The reality is, is that <laughs> none of you are ever going to know it because I don't put that on Facebook right? None of us put on Facebook when we're quite literally dragging ourselves out of bed. We're terrified that we don't know 
how to put in place the pieces that we've been trained to put in place. Or we're terrified because we just dropped 20000 or 15000 or $5,000 on a training program or on a new product or new piece of equipment or whatever, and the damn thing's not working the way we were told it was going to work. And so I, I want to I highlight this idea of entrepreneurial depression because I want to demystify it. I want people to be able to say, I'm struggling. And we don't get the, oh, girl, just pray some more. <laughs> Prayer is great, but I will tell you that I rock in the corner and I can pray all I want. And it does not stop me from feeling defeated, feeling lonely. And if any of you out there feel defeated or have felt lonely in this journey, please raise your hand to yourself. If you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel. But the reality is, is that building a business is really difficult. And I want all of us to know that as difficult as it is, as heart-wrenching as it can be, as painful as it can be, and as absolutely lonely as it is often, that if we have something that we firmly believe in, that it's so important for us to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Like, I wake up often, and as balanced as I am, and as much as I participate in my self-care, there's nothing like waiting for a vendor 60, 70, 80, 90 days um, to pay uh, thousands and thousands of dollars that they owe you. You see, like, that's the thing that pays my bills. That's the thing that satisfies the travel that I've taken on behalf of someone. That, all of that. And so... We don't post that on Facebook, right, because it would be impolite, but it has a tremendous impact. And for some of us, when we're just starting off, it, we, we, we hear all these things, we're on Facebook, we're partaking of free this and free that, and we're so damn confused. There's so little clarity. I hope I don't sound like I'm like pissed off. I'm not. I'm just really, I, I'm, I'm, I've sat on the sidelines watching my friends literally grind themselves into dust because we're we're pushing so hard to build businesses and yet we're not really we're not really connected to the fact that it's really difficult and it's a long journey it's not a sprint and i think often a lot of a lot of folks in this in in the industry whatever the whatever the industry is often make it seem like you know you sprinkle some fairy dust on something and poof you got a business that's not the way it works and i think it's really important for us to know that and to pace ourselves I think that's the one really important thing that I've had to learn is to pace myself. And I'm all about action. Like, I'm totally this person who takes action all the time, right? And so um, so, so I, I wanted to call out the fact that there are many of us who are normally bright and sunny and happy and joyful, and we become significantly afflicted with depression. And I say that it's specific to entrepreneurial dep depression, right? 
we're, we're trying to implement something, we're trying to make it work, and, you know, someone has told us that, you know, thousands of people are going to jump on your Facebook Live, or thousands of people are going to jump on Instagram, or the money's just going to start flying in. Okay, that's, that happens episodically, then the rest of the time, it's really crushingly lonely and quiet. <laughs> and I call it out because it's real. Um, the entrepreneurial depression can come because oftentimes when you're new in your business, you may be working completely alone, right? You may be trying to think about all the big thoughts and figure it all out all by yourself. Maybe because you don't have the money to go hire a team or hire a coach or hire a marketing expert or hire a whatever, right? And so you're struggling to learn how to do Facebook ads or you're struggling to learn how to put an operation system together or you're, or you're struggling to figure out how to make your finances work or what the heck's a chart of accounts or how do I, what's a PNL? I don't know what a PNL is. Like, do I have to know that? Like all these different things you could be really struggling with. Um, and when we can't figure out the answers, because most people who, who jump into business are people who are performers. They like to see things happen, right? And so, um, so, so when things don't work, we then turn on ourselves. And we look at ourselves as if, like, why, why can't you get this together? You're a smart person. You've been successful over here in your corporate career. Why aren't you successful here? Like, what's wrong with you, right? And then, and then we have family and friends, so if we're a single parent, we may have children who are looking at us wondering how come the lights go out, or we may have children who look at us and want to know how come we got beans and rice again, or we may really want to give our child a birthday party and can't because either no one's bought our product or service or our vendors haven't paid their bill, right? And so then we just continue, and especially women, and especially women leaders, and especially women entrepreneurs, we then turn the mirror and we look at ourselves and we begin to berate ourselves and take ourselves apart. And I'm calling it out because I want us to know that like this is a real thing. Entrepreneurial depression is a real bona fide thing. And where... Um, where you don't, you, you may not even realize that you're in the middle of it, right? You may think, oh, dang, I just need to work harder. I need to grind more. I need to do more hustle. You know, that's a bunch of malarkey, I'm just saying, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but we may have family and friends who looked at us with deep suspicion when we announced that we were quitting our job and we're going to go jump out and start our own business, Right? And so then we have the added pressure of performance. And when the money doesn't roll in or the people don't love our service and want to buy it immediately from us and pay the price that we're worth, that it's worth and all of that stuff, then again, we turn that, we turn our mirrors back to ourselves and begin to question ourselves. We begin to, we begin to take ourselves apart. We begin to doubt ourselves. Yes. So, and that then gets us into the spiral. And the spiral is usually the spiral into entrepreneurial depression. And again, I just want to keep calling it out as entrepreneurial depression. And earlier, if you're just joining me, I have a disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. And so you, if you're suffering from depression of any other form that's not part of this journey, then please make sure you get the help that you need. Um, or um, 
or if it's like what I find with entrepreneurial depression, it can be episodic, right? I can have like these crazy valleys and then, you know, I get some traction and it's like Christmas, like, yay. Right. And then, you know, that mountaintop experience lasts for any of you who are at speaking, right. You know, we're all, all high from the energy at speaking, right. By the time we get home and listen to whoever didn't like the fact that we went someplace and we're different now, we then start to slide into the, into the valley. So, um, this thing about entrepreneurial depression, it's a real thing and, um, it causes us to get sick it causes us to doubt. It causes us to think that we have to work harder and push harder and do more. It causes us to look at bright, shiny objects and buy all of them, thinking that they're going to help. Um, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, but it's really a, it's a real thing, my friends. It's a real thing. And so I just want to call a, call a thing a thing. Because I don't know who says that, but call a thing a thing that the, 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 the courage that it takes to be an entrepreneur is unprecedented and people may never tell you that it takes a lot of doggone courage to be an entrepreneur because most folks just focus on the success. Um, but success and success may be mostly money, right? It's that success or it's the number of followers you have or what have you. And so, um, it's really important to know that there's a journey in the entrepreneurial world. It's really a journey and, and you got to figure out ways to be gentle with yourself that it is not overnight by any stretch of the imagination, it's not overnight. It just doesn't happen overnight. And I, if, if you believe that it happens overnight, bless you. I hope that it's happened for you. That would be awesome. If it has, please post it here. Um, and for everyone else that it's not happened overnight and it didn't happen over the last year and it didn't happen over the last two years or the last three years, if this is what you're called to do and be, then just keep walking it out. But know that when you hit those valleys, it's real. You're not making it up. You're not, you know, you're not weak. You're not um, not smart. You're not all that stuff that you tell yourself. That's not true. This is not true. So you may be asking, wow, Jenny, like that's kind of a dark and, <laughs> dark and gloomy message. So what can I do? There's a couple things that I know that when I remember I need to do them, um, I do. So one, one thing that you can do is create other entrepreneurs that you know who are, um, who are, who are either a little bit ahead of you or they're pulling with the same amount of um, force on those oars, right? They're, they're, they're moving forward. Create accountability group with them because I will guarantee you that even the people who look like they got it going on and they're telling everybody, they're on Facebook Live every three and a half minutes telling about how juicy the world is, even they hit this valley. It's just a natural part of our process. And so you may create accountability group. If you want to count, you know, think of four, three, three other people who are... Um, who are maybe a little bit ahead of you in the game or who are starting but are, but are go-getters, who are tenacious, who, um, you know, who can pull, pull you forward. 
and talk about doing an accountability group. And I would encourage an accountability group that's happening every week. And that means you're committed to spending, you know, an hour of time together, whether it's in person or on the phone. You have a clear agenda of what you want to talk about, where you need support, because that's the biggest thing. It's to um, get support. It's to get um, it's to get support. It's to um, get new ideas, fresh perspectives and not be charged for it. That's the real other important thing. The accountability group is not so you have to charge each other for it. Like. Because then some of us don't take any action because we're like, damn, I got to pay for, I got to pay to like sit and do that work. No, don't abuse it though either. Just be clear, don't abuse it. But an accountability group is really good. Um, the other is, is that find and create opportunities to find joy, to create joy. If that is you build into your schedule time away from your work, time away from whatever the product or service is, that's super important. Gives you another perspective. Um, spend time with children. Spend time, like, go volunteer at a school. Because it'll complete something that will completely shift your perspective can be really healthy for you. Because it gives your mind an op- it gives your mind and your spirit an opportunity to rejuvenate and re-kind of recalibrate and go, oh, okay, I have value in the world because that's what happens. We start to devalue ourselves. We start to believe that we don't matter. Like all this stuff starts happening in our head again, especially for women. And so take an opportunity. So one's accountability group, take an opportunity to do something completely different. Um, you know, go, go be of service somewhere, go serve in a school, go serve in a, in a, um, in a, uh, with elderly, help an elderly person, do something that brings you outside of yourself. Cause that's really rejuvenating. Then you see your value again in the world. Um, take up a sport or something crazy, fun, paint, do some art, do something that feeds your soul. Um, and not, not for the purpose of like, I'm doing this. So I, you know, I can, I, you know, I can, I can go back and slug it away again. No, like really invest yourself in doing something that brings joy to your heart and brings joy to your soul. Um, it's really important. And then, um, take an opportunity when you, when you get to that point and you feel, you feel good again, then, you know, sit down and and decide just one thing that you want to do in your business, not 15. And I suffer from this a lot. Like I've been working and working and doing some planning and, you know, I'm trying to do 90 things and I literally keep peeling it down and going like, I just have to do one thing. And it might be for a quarter. I'm just going to do one thing and then remain disciplined in it because then I can start to see traction. One of the problems that I see is that what contributes to our entrepreneurial depression is when we hit those lows, we then start focusing on doing 40 things to try to bring us out. Like, oh my God, I might be, I might be doing this wrong, so let me do that. Oh gosh, that didn't work in a week, let me go do that. Oh my gosh, that didn't work, let me do this over here. And then, then we just feel like we're out of control, which then unfortunately contributes to more depression. Um, so this is a big mouthful. Um, it's a big, a big, big thinking. Um, today I actually was doing a lot of work and, and talking to some clients on, on, um, on the phone. And then I went outside and, uh, painted a table. I literally, I got a piece of furniture outside and was, I sanded it a couple days ago and I was, um, painting it tonight. Um, because I want to have a great place to sit outside of my patio, um, to kind of rejuvenate when, when things get like, and I feel like I need to, I need to take a break. So hopefully this was helpful. Again, um, just a couple things to do. 
entrepreneurial depression is real, um, to disrupt it, create an accountability group with other like-minded souls who are, who are in action, try to meet once a week, um, take an opportunity to go serve, do something different, go play with children, do something that's really, and maybe not your own children, somebody else's kids, but uh, do something with children or do something with um, elders. Um, or if you love animals, go walk a dog somewhere. Do something different outside of your, outside of whatever the, the work space is that you're in. Um, and then take up art. Do something that feeds your soul. Art um, could be dancing, music, something that, learn an instrument. Just do something that actually takes you out of the grind and the hustle and the worry and the stress of, of building your business. Because it will really help you shift. And then most importantly, if you are called to be an entrepreneur, just keep walking it out step by step by step. And have, have the confidence and know that the more you walk it out and you do one thing and you get that thing solid or you, you, you create one product and you engage people in it consistently and then go to the next thing. But... Um, but, but just know that entrepreneurial depression is real. It's very real. And yes, Amara, having people check in on you. So if you know that, it, or if your friend, like sometimes our friends and family can't deal with us anymore. Um, and so we are also responsible, especially in this tribe, we're also responsible for checking in on each other. One of my um, sister friends from, uh, I was in the Steve Harvey um, business, School of Business Acceleration a few years ago. And one of my sister friends, like, I realized, like, whoa, I hadn't seen her for a while. And in fact, I hadn't seen her for a few months. And so I was frantic, like, running around trying to find her on Facebook. I didn't have her phone number. I'm hitting her, you know, asking people, what have you. Um, but she, she appeared, finally, reappeared um, for a day. But the, the point was, is that I, I, I realized she was missing. And so... It's it's part of something that we can do. Technology actually allows this um, allows us to to connect with people that we maybe we see all the time on Facebook, and then you know maybe they're all of a sudden absent. They didn't they didn't let anybody know they're going to be absent. But it is really important, Amara. Thank you for that to check in. Um, yes, our friends and family sometimes get tired of us being an entrepreneur, and so. Um, so, but other entrepreneurs understand other entrepreneurs, right? We, we know, we know the walk, we know the journey. So, um, so take an opportunity. If you know a, a, a sister or a brother friend who's an entrepreneur and they're, that you just haven't heard from them or everything is always great. Yeah, no, I'm good. Anyone like that? Check in on them because <laughs> we're probably not telling the truth. Because people don't want to talk about the fact that they feel depressed or they feel defeated or they feel frustrated or they, they, they don't understand why it's not working. So, all right, hopefully that has helped, um, just, you know, help to talk about this. It's not, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's a real thing. And, um, hopefully, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's helped, um, share it with a friend that share this video with a friend, um, who may need to hear the message and, um, hit me up on, on messenger. If you need, you know, if you're having a hard day, feel free to hit me up on messenger. Um, cause I'm always happy to, to, uh, to share wisdom or, um, or knowledge or whatever. So anyway, 
I'm Jenny Dufresne. I'm super excited. Thank you guys for spending um, time tonight. Um, and make sure that you um, that you that you're gentle with yourself in this journey of of building the business that um, will shift and change the world. Anyway, have a wonderful evening wherever you are in the world. Um, I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Um, have a wonderful, peaceful evening. Take care. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room, a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in The Room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website, leaderstransform.com and continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone to next week's episode of The Room.